0: Hi, it's me, Hayley, and welcome. Whether or not you're listening on the podcast, you're here on Facebook or the Instagram video, I am welcoming you into this space and I'm really excited that you are here. Today's conversation is slightly different to previous ones. It's more of an invitation, which I'll get to soon, but a bit of a context first as to how this next chapter that I'm embarking on came to be, and I guess a bit of a story of my own journey of believing. I spend a lot of time immersed in the personal development world and for me that doesn't just look like journaling or meditating even though they are things that I do. I listen to a lot of podcasts, I sign up for a lot of master classes of spaces both paid and free where I get to challenge myself by sitting with myself in those uncomfortable feelings and work out why they're uncomfortable and where they stem from I love to expand my mind and to be activated by people that provoke me to see things differently, that remind me of my potential, of my power, that show me that dreams are possible. I love to learn about energetics and how my frequency can help me to get those dreams that I desire. And I love to put myself in the rooms, even if that's online, with successful entrepreneurs who embody all of these things that I'm learning. Leaders that spark something in me and that confirm to me that if they can, then I can too. Self-development, mindset work, energetics, it doesn't really feel like that it's anything new to me as such. I feel like in part my whole life I've been drawn to it in some capacity. Dipping my toes in every now and again. At some points in my life going much deeper than others. but Always having this this knowing, this faith, this belief that there is something out there far greater at play than what we see in the 3D world. I've always believed in some part I've always had this faith and I've always felt I guess different to other people around me that no one really understood me or thought the way that I thought. I got lost amongst the noise of the people that I spent time with the world around me and my dreams and my path started to became to become blurred until I found myself on paths that I couldn't really tell anymore if they were my own or if they were others around me. From a young age, I felt like I was too much. That I laughed too loud. That I talked too much. That I dreamt too big. That I was a little bit crazy or weird, and. As I grew up, I guess I subconsciously and consciously downplayed myself. At 18, I lost one of my best friends to suicide and it shook me to my core. I felt this immense guilt for not being able to be the friend to her that she needed, for not being able to save her. And my spirituality at this time felt dark. I became scared to sleep, I was scared of the dark, I had this feeling of of unease, like she was around me, but I was too scared to tap into that, I felt scared in my body, and I couldn't understand the feeling, I just knew that I felt something that I didn't have words for, six months after that, um, my mum was diagnosed with breast cancer, and it was like the world was just crumbling around me. I was terrified of what that might mean but even though I was terrified there was this part of me that always held on to a belief that I knew that it would be okay that she was going to be okay like in some way I could somehow help to make it okay and that I couldn't save my best friend but I was going to be able to try and save my mum. For some reason, I felt like even me just being with her was enough to be able to do that. But nothing would, bad would happen as long as I was there. And so I subconsciously tried to control what I could. I suppressed my emotions, which is something that I am not. I am a very emotional person. I stepped up to help my dad, who had to continue working. I helped with my younger sisters where I could. I cooked meals, I got the shopping, I did housework and I looked after my mum during the day while she was going through her chemo treatment. And my dad had to continue to go to work and my sisters were at school. And then I myself worked at night. I lived my life based on fear. And again, I got further and further away from who I was and what I had dreamed my life to be. Due to massive amounts of steroids as a child from suffering severe asthma, I was in and out of hospital and I became really overweight. I think from probably about the age of nine. My weight became something I was incredibly aware of and I was made aware of by others. And I felt like growing up, I was always the bigger sister or the bigger girl. My mum survived stage four breast cancer. But in a way, to control other elements of my life and probably to suppress a lot of the trauma of that and the, a lot of the grief around the journey of what that had been and my friend having passed away, I tried to control other elements of my life. Seven months after mum's diagnosis, I developed anorexia and that quickly transitioned into bulimia. It was to be a disease that I would suffer with on different levels of severity for the next 21 years. And if I'm being completely honest, only up until about six months ago, can I truly say that it's now something I feel like I have control over rather than it having control over me. One of the deepest, most challenging mindset work I have ever done. But during those 21 years, I lost myself even more, battling extreme depression, OCD, and what I now know to be anxiety. In my darkest periods, I stopped believing that there was any way out. I worked with counsellors, with psychologists, with psychiatrists, with doctors, but I never ever felt understood. I never felt like they got me. I felt like they just were reading from a textbook of how to help me without actually getting to know who I was at my core and why, where and how this all stemmed from on an emotional level. I was medicated and I lost myself even more. I reached a point where I started to see a little bit of light again. And now looking back, I know I got to that point because other people wanted me to, not because I had the desire to help myself. I felt guilt and shame that... I was making other people, those people that I loved so much in the world, I was making them worried about me, and I felt like a burden. I started to see life again, that a life again, that I could live as a normal person on the outside, but I never wanted to fully give up the eating disorder. It gave me this false sense of joy and control that I hadn't been able to find in any other area of my life. I signed up to do teacher's training, not because it was truly what I wanted to do, but I made myself believe that it was. I think that it was, it wasn't really what I wanted to, like, it wasn't my big dream, but other people thought that I'd be really good at it. And I thought, well, you know, it's a good job. I love being with children. It has purpose. I will be helping people. I can be the leader that I always sort of felt like I I had within me. I can organize things, I can tr- I can feel in control and it was a way to kind of put my energy into something else and even though it did do all of these things and I was good at it, it didn't really fulfill me but it did bring back the surface, that, that, that niggle of belief that was inside me that believed that there was something greater out there for me, I felt that again. I traveled to the UK with high hopes that this was my time. It was my time to live outside of the box of our small, of our small city that we grew up in, um, that I felt that other people had also put me in as well. But it didn't pan out. And I was left feeling really devastated. I traveled home. And not long after returning home, I spiraled again, completely lost myself. I went into a very deep um, state of depression, the eating disorder ramped up and it took an even even tighter grip on me again. I drank too much, I did anything that I could to run away from my current life and to run away from me. I lost myself even further in any any self-belief, any respect for myself. It was during this time though, that I started working with a natural health practitioner and for the first time I felt understood. She showed me how to find who I was on a soul level and I started to believe again in myself and the world. That innate knowing that there was something greater out there than us, I felt it to be source, to be the universe. And it felt exciting and like it felt like I was coming home. But there was still that role that I played the good girl, the safe girl, the dependable one, the old soul. I went back into this wee box. I made it out like I was um, handling everything, that I was trying to be perfect to the outside world, that nobody had to worry about me. I hid. I hid behind the eating disorder still. I felt like my bigness and my spark was being muted. I made myself believe that the predictable path of teaching, of getting married, of having children, of buying a house, it was what I needed to feel settled, to feel fulfilled. I made myself believe that they were all of what I was meant to do and that that was the path for me. And it was, to some degree, I don't regret any of them and I have the most incredible life and have had the most like beautiful experiences with each of those things but still that feeling of, of there being something more it sparked inside of me every so often after three years of conceiving trying to conceive our second child we finally found out that I was pregnant and my belief that I was destined to be a mother to another child was fulfilled and I was overwhelmed with gratitude and joy. The feeling didn't last long when just a few short days later, we also found out that my mum had uh, terminal lung cancer. In my connection to the universe, to manifestation, to believing, I believed we would have so much time than we did, even though her diagnosis was terminal. But mum died in front of my eyes three months later. And I thought that that my heart might have actually shattered my belief in anything good. It left. And a huge part of me died with her that day. And if I'm being honest, it's still something that I'm learning to live with. I carried on for our eldest son and for our unborn child, but if I wasn't crying, I just felt numb. I couldn't see past the grief. I was angry, angry at the timing of the universe that I had felt so connected to, so trusting of could have given me what I wanted so desperately in another child, and at the same time take away someone that I loved most in this world. It was that. It continued, I continued to feel this deep sense of grief, and I suffered postnatal depression, Um. A beautiful, holistic counsellor helped me to see that slightest flicker of light. And I started to live for myself again, not only my children. It's been a little over three years ago since we lost mum. And her absence for both myself and my family is still difficult to get used to. It was about two years ago that I started to feel this unshakable pull towards personal development. I needed to somehow make sense of all of that had happened to get back to my belief and trust in the universe that nothing ever is happening to us but for us, no matter how painful it is. To learn what it meant to live with the duality of life and this human experience, the good, the bad, the sadness and the joy, I started to believe again in myself and possibilities. I started the podcast. I felt like I had something to say. I craved deep and meaningful conversations that were outside of the four walls of me being a stay-at-home mum. But it was more than that. My deep dive into personal development and mindset work reaffirmed to me that the part, of reason, the, the part of the reason of starting the podcast was that I've always had this feeling of that I was made for more, that I wanted to be the spark for others, to activate them, to inspire and add to the, to the lives of others in a way that made them feel like their desires, their dreams, that some feeling that I, that same feeling that lives inside of me, that believes I was made for world, for, for more, actually in some way lives inside of all of us. And I wanted to be the person that could remind people to tap into that and listen to it. Now, if you've listened to previous podcasts, especially the solo episodes of mine, you'll notice all of them are around that theme of mindset, of personal development. It's what I naturally gravitate towards speaking about. It's what lights me up. It's what, feel, it's what feels important for me to talk about in the world right now and in my life. Because I feel like for so many of us, we have got so far away from who we truly are and are living a life so far away from what we truly even desire. I also think that we don't own our truth in its entirety in the way that we could even me sharing what I've just shared I didn't intentionally hide that I felt that way but I haven't gone there in the past because I haven't had that level of self-belief that that confidence to say out loud I believe I was made for more like I and I want to be that person that activates you to live your life really big to dream big to believe in yourself I downplayed it for fear of what that might sound like to other people, that I'm not good enough to do that. To some people, it might sound like really cheesy, but that is who I am. You know, this is, and this has absolutely been my journey of embracing that. If you know me personally, that won't come too much of a surprise to you because cheesy, wears her heart on her sleeve, emotional, (laughs) probably descriptions that you would, or you might associate with me anyway. I, too, knew these things about myself for all of my life, but I've always downplayed them. But the truth is, I love hard and I feel hard and I care. And I believe more than ever that this life we have is so freaking precious, that we are so precious, and that these beliefs, these beliefs, this, this life that we want, these, these opportunities, these, these dreams, the experiences we crave, that live in the depths of our souls, they are to be listened to. That there's a, real, there's a reason we feel it. That we dream over it. That we sit longing for it. Because they matter. A couple of weeks ago, I got rattled. It happens from time to time, I think, to all of us. But in this particular time, I questioned what I believed. I questioned what I believed to be true for me. I questioned my dream to lead in this personal development space and I thought that it was too big of a dream who who was I to be thinking that I could do this that I had a voice worth worth listening to that I could stand amongst all of these incredible mentors and coaches that I have learned so much from that have inspired me And I doubted the feeling that lives inside me, that nudges me in that direction, that maybe it wasn't real. And it lingered longer than usual that time. And I sat with it and it felt really, really sad and uncomfortable. Until it didn't, until it didn't, because I looked in the mirror and I saw myself, I saw her. Flashes of a life lived full of experiences, of duality, of joy, of pain, of lessons. And I remembered who the fuck I am. I remembered whose daughter I was, whose granddaughter. And I smiled. I smiled the biggest of smiles. It was as if I could see their faces and I could hear them say, what are you waiting for? Waiting is our biggest form of self-sabotage and I'm done with that I believe in myself and I believe that this is my purpose and so for the first time I'm going to take that step further ask the podcast and create a space and activation that I want to share with as many of you who are open to hearing it but not only hearing what I have to say, but feeling it inside your body in a way that sparks a powerful and positive change on how you perceive your life and the beliefs that you hold within you. You'll know that this is for you. There'll be this feeling. Maybe even it's just a curiosity or maybe a full body hell yes. (laughs) I know what it feels like. To feel that your desires are too much, are unrealistic, they won't work, but they're a pipe dream. But that's not what you truly believe. That feeling, because it doesn't go away, it niggles away at you. The noise of the world, of your family, of your friends, your community, they get too loud. And that feeling, the belief that you hold that you're meant for something more becomes muffled. First, it's time to get really quiet and listen. Quiet enough so that you can hear yourself again. And then it's time to get loud. Really fucking loud and unapologetic about what you want in this lifetime and move from there. And I want to be that person that activates you to believe in yourself again and your limitless potential. And so for now... Keep an eye on my social media. Over the next coming days, I'm going to release more details. I believe that these are conversations that can add incredible value to your life, that can help you see your life and the world differently, that can let you, let it change your life. If you let it. I believe that this conversation is going to be one of them. I am sending you so much love. And we will chat again soon.